You're about to listen to a segment of Sam Chan's Succession Transition event, which was hosted in late 2020. Sam organized this event to give leaders from around the world the chance to share their stories of effectively planning and transitioning their pastoral roles to a successor. Every pastor is a temporary. Are you prepared for your succession transition? Let's begin. Thank you, Dr. Ulmer. And thank you too, Dr. Chan, for this uh, this chance to share. Uh, I'm so appreciative of uh, this moment. We heard Dr. Omer say in his opening statements that there are very few of us who could find even two successive successors. Uh, in my paradigm as an African-American, there are very few of us that can find one, let alone two. And so the, the paradigm of, star, of being a successor and succeeding is, uh, is almost a new thought for many of us. For me, I began thinking about it at the age of 40. I am 61 years old now. I've been pastoring my church for nearly 31 years. Uh, I was the founding pastor of the church. At 40, I started thinking about succession. At 45, Sam Chan came into my life. Uh, he and Dale Bronner, and I wrote my original succession plan even then. There are three things that have helped me. And listen, with all we've heard today, I really should just summarize everybody else's conversation. But I'll say three things to you. Be patient, be proactive, and be purposeful. Be patient in that don't be in a hurry to name a successor. I had a succession plan long before I had uh, a successor God taught me in that process that if I will take care of the things that I'm responsible for, getting the church ready, preparing the team, that he would do what only he could do, and that is raise up a successor. So be patient. Don't be in a hurry to name a successor, and don't be in a hurry to name a time. If you don't know the time, if you're not sure about the time, there's nothing that forces us to name it. I think oftentimes as leaders, we feel like we need to have those very specific detailed answers from the beginning. But in, in this process of succession, I have found that trying to name a successor prematurely or name the time prematurely is like a college freshman picking a major when they have no idea what it is they want to be. And then they end up taking six years to finish a degree that would have taken them four because they were in the wrong major to begin with. So, so be patient. And then the second thing I'll say to you, based on my experience, is be proactive. My uh, my son-in-law, David, and my daughter, Lydia, will be taking the church in just a few years. David and Lydia serve together as campus pastors now for the Norfolk location. They will, as the transition process moves along, uh, will become uh, the lead pastors uh, at some point uh, in the not-too-distant future. Even in sharing that, I'd also like to mention that it's, it's very important that uh, there's a lot of men on this call today, but the most primary individual in the succession process are the women that are that are in our lives, our own wives, the wives of our successors. And they need to be a part of this process. Even if they're not pastors, they are critical in the process. And there won't be much of a happy succession plan if there's, uh, if there's not a happy wife uh, in the process. Um, so I wanted to encourage you in that. And that's a part of proactivity. When Isaiah 40 talks about wait on the Lord, the, the Hebrew there is not wait as in sit at the bus stop and wait, but it's wait as in waiting tables. And so we can be proactive even in our, in our patience. Uh, one of the things that I've had to do, two things, repair the systems that I set up 
and raise up the supporting cast. Uh, God, I think, gets a kick out of reminding me that everything that's wrong with my church is my fault. I did it because one, I'm the founding pastor and he's God and he does all things well. So if there are any issues and I obviously created them. So since those systems were my systems that were created, those systems become my responsibility to repair those systems. And any system that won't work with you missing is a system that needs repair. And so if there is a system that you know, if you pull you out, doesn't work, then that means you've got to repair that system and then be proactive in raising up the supporting cast. I think one of the most powerful things that we can do in the process of succession, and and other brothers have already mentioned it, and that is to take the primary responsibility of helping to make sure that whoever is going to be there after you is someone that you would have wanted with you at the beginning of your journey. And then finally, I'll say this and I'll be quiet and turn it over to Dr. Chen. That is be purposeful. Uh, Two things, prepare for what's ahead. Think futuristically about the ministry. Be purposeful. Start that at at a very early age. If you're listening, and not just for those of you who listen to us live today, but those who will listen to this recording for years to come, it's never too early to start the process of thinking succession. Because as Vanderblumen says in the book Next, which I'm sure all of you have read, if you haven't, please get it. Every pastor is an interim pastor. There's no such thing as a pastor who's not an interim pastor. It's temporary for all of us. So at the very beginning, think futuristically, but not only about ministry, but be purposeful and futuristic about yourself. Because one thing that you'll discover, and it's been mentioned already today, and that is that if you have something to enter into, you won't struggle nearly as much about what you're exiting. And so be purposeful about what is your purpose? What is your passion? Who are you? And I'm happy that I began to discover that before it was time to think transition. If you have an understanding of what you're heading into, it just makes leaving what has become your identity so much easier. So again, uh, brothers and sisters, my encouragement to you is be patient, be proactive, and be purposeful in this process. For me and Janine and for David and Lydia, this has been important for us. We're at the beginning of the transition, but yet these things in building our relationships have been helpful for us. It's just taking our time, thinking proactively, and thinking purpose, not just plans, but what is the purpose of God for what we're called to do. Thanks, Dr. Ulmer. Thanks, Dr. Chan.